in case you missed it on Newsbreak. We look at it as two steps back. That's not really going to help us to move forward. It definitely hasn't done education any favors. Like you say, COVID already had an impact on education. And this is the unrest just exacerbated it. Um, like you mentioned, over 2,000 schools in total have been looted in the last two years in South Africa. And we really can't afford that. We can't afford the $300 billion that the um, unrest has cost the Department of Basic Education. It is a step back in that, you know, money that could have gone to development, for example, mobilizing e-learning, is now going to repairs. It is a step back, but I do also think that we're a resilient country. I also believe there are a lot of educators and parents and other stakeholders who are committed to making sure that their kids are prepared for the wider world. With that said, Misha, looking at the state of many of our public schools, a lot of them don't even have running water, basic toilets. Some of them are still learning under trees. How do we move forward? I think one of the biggest concerns and has been the digital divide. So absolutely, I mean, some learners, some teachers don't even have basic stationery, let alone the digital tools needed, for example, to transfer to e-learning. So the digital divide has been worsened, I think, in the last few years. COVID definitely pointed out to us as South Africans that we are behind when it comes to, you know, transferring the, the physical world to the digital. And having something like the recent unrest, happen has definitely worsened that divide because a lot of infrastructure was damaged. You know, at a lot of schools, electronic equipment was stolen. In terms of um, moving forward, I think all we can really do is keep mobilizing in the ways we can. For example, there's quite a few new online high schools that um, are they're still establishing themselves, but one of their goals, um, for example, the UCT online high school, one of their goals is to provide education at um, the same cost as going to a former Model C school, except that they are providing learners with digital tools. So, you know, we've got NGOs, we've got the Department of Basic Education, <clears throat> we've got UNICEF, all working together to try and make reparations and to move forward. But ultimately, we do need everybody on board. We can't have people destroying schools for political reasons, you know. It's not really something we can facilitate. Not all of the blame can be placed on the looters because... As we saw during the pandemic, a lot of corruption took place within the department and within government on its own. Honestly, I wish I could give you a simple answer, but there isn't one. There isn't an easy solution. You mentioned corruption, and unfortunately, that is one of the biggest things hindering education in our country, because at this stage, with the situation the way it is, only really government intervention could actually kind of rescue education as a whole. I think we're at the stage where we've got to focus on smaller sectors and trying to uplift learners on a smaller scale. News break. Lotus FM, powered by SABC News.